Welcome back to the Four Pillars of Health podcast, where today what we're going to talk about is um, weight loss myths. Um, so this was inspired really, like I saw a few posts on like weight loss injections and stuff like that on Facebook and like everybody, everybody just comes in with these random comments um, that make no sense at all, but are just based off their own experiences um so like there's so many weight loss myths now just because it's a massive industry and like if you come out with this kind of magical drug or magical bloody drink or or potion or anything like that and like if you market it the right way you can easily make a load of money on it and and that's why like these companies prey on on innocent people and stuff and and that's why there's so many myths out there today so we're going to to go through them anyway together um and see what we think about them so um the first one is that healthier foods are more expensive what do you think about that um well one thing for example is like say fruits and stuff um say you know those pre-packaged fruits they're so bloody expensive like the yeah. But like I suppose now that's the convenience thing. Like you could still buy buy fruit, like but um It yeah, depends how really. I suppose if you're if you're shopping with, with the old Keelings berries, are you going are you going like supermarket brand berries? Because that's like that's that's where the expense is at. Um like I I'd be saying that like Jesus a bag of frozen veg in like like little or alley costs nothing. Like yes, if you're buying fresh stuff, like it it can cost a lot um like i i I think it's i think you're better off i think you're better off like buying your own ingredients rather than those like first off it's healthier anyway but it's also ends up being cheaper like you know if you buy those pre-made meals or those microwave meals they can be very expensive like with the the like the fit food ones i was buying them and they were like 350 um a meal which isn't bad it's not too bad like yes if you're making it yourself you probably like pay less than that but like if we were to look at like a mcdonald's then like a meal there would would cost probably about five five something like um so like a, a fit foods yes like probably would be cheaper the other brands tend to be like a lot dearer right like you can get five to seven euro brands then too but um i i think it's it's arguable because like even takeaway and stuff like if you were to buy a meal for a family or anything like that at the weekend it's going to be pretty like expensive like you could be paying like 30 35 euro like um whereas like if you cooked and bought the ingredients fresh like other than like i'm just thinking now like other than your your meat and like your herbs and spices I think they're going to be the main cost in healthy food. I don't like the vegetables and stuff like that aren't going to cost that much. So I I think that's that's a myth. Would you agree? Yeah. Um I don't really know to be honest. Like oh, we're we're saying it is it's a myth anyway, okay? <laughs> well, I'm not going to argue with you like it's a myth um so you're a myth (laughs) yeah i don't exist um so the next one is carbs make you put on weight um so like i see this a lot um in in like even my own clients um that like 
people are almost brainwashed by like social media and just their own experience that like carbs have been like demonized to, to make people put on weight um it's not carbs it's mainly like your intake throughout the day that makes you put on weight if you're if you're eating in a calorie surplus no matter if it's protein or if it's fat calories then you're going to put on weight yes it's very hard to do it with protein it's very hard to eat that amount of protein but if you ate enough protein it would deposit as fat um so like it's not just carbs with carbs like to to kind of get out of that mindset what i do personally is i show like it's not enough for me to say like carbs aren't going to make you fat like it's up to yourself to kind of smash your own beliefs and what i do is i show them that they can have carbohydrates and slowly increase them if they really are kind of afraid of introducing carbohydrates and show them like map that with the results and with the progress so if you're clearly losing weight um and you're eating more and more carbohydrates then you kind of come to your own conclusions with it and that almost kind of gets you over the fear um so that's how i approach it anyway what's your take on it well i think that like carbs are normally the thing that's the biggest thing on the plate like do you know like you're, i know it's about like portion size and stuff but if you're eating a meal like whether it's rice pasta noodles all this crack like you're going to have way more of that than you are going to have of the meat of the meat or the veg like so in a way like in a way it is the thing that's making you put on fat or weight or whatever but like it's the size of the meal that you're having yeah like alongside other things but i think that's that's what i think about that i think they're like they're very easy to overeat on um like yeah and especially the sweet ones too like the, so like the carbs is complex and simple carbs the simple carbs are going to be like your chocolate and sweets um and like fizzy drinks they're going to be a lot easier to to overeat on then there's your things like your pastas your your breads your rices like they're going to be like still easy enough to overeat on um but like there's only a certain amount of them that you can eat yeah like the portion sizing and, and having like those as about quarter of your place is probably the best option um but it's very easy to overeat on them in terms of like takeaways and stuff like that too so like they it's it, they can contribute not all carbs they can contribute but like say like if you're having a fat source too like if you're having a load of oil in your dinners um if you're having high fat food like like your pizzas and burgers and and like um doner kebabs and stuff at the weekends like they're all going to contribute too um so it's it's about kind of zooming out and and kind of looking at all those before demonizing the carbs um because like there's the people are seriously afraid of them like so it's it's that's what i'd say around it um the next one is is starving myself is the best way to actually carbs is a myth i'm gonna say it's a myth um, <laughs> i don't care about your opinion now it's 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 number two and i don't care um <laughs> you had your chance at number one um so number three is starving myself is the best way to lose weight what would you say like it's just so obvious that that's not the way to do it like doing it all in 40 um, days 40 nights kind of thing on it yeah and like it's do... like it's actually it's it's probably easy to lose weight but it's not easy to keep the weight off 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, the whole restricting thing, obviously, I've referred a million times back to the Michael O'Callaghan podcast, but, like, he said he did that. And you said, did he bounce back? And he said, yeah. He said he went all the way back up to, like, just slightly less than what he weighed before. So it's just definitely not the way to go, I think. Because I'm, I'm um, like, for my thesis at the moment, I'm I'm looking into obesity and, and overweight. And, like, for so many studies, it's so hard to find follow-up and so hard to find people who've maintained weight loss. Um, and those who have, like, are going to be, like, people that want to be followed up, which are kind of, like, stereotypically kind of as part of a study, they're going to be a lot more motivated, a lot more healthier people than the people that don't follow up and don't maintain. But it's definitely the maintaining part, like, is is like as you said it's very hard um especially if you're starving yourself um like there are very low calorie diets out there but i'd only recommend doing those under trained professionals and stuff like that um like you can do like meal replacement 800 calories it's known as um only under like a dietitian and that's only for like extreme obesity um kind of a last resort um otherwise don't don't starve yourself um <laughs> it's it's not gonna work and it's end up gonna it's just gonna bite you in the arse after about a week or two um so myth that's that's a myth um so some foods speed up your metabolism um so i actually i actually talked about this today with um just a group um so just i think when people come at you with the metabolism card a lot of people don't know what metabolism is um and like it it doesn't make sense then um like so if you if anybody comes at you and be like oh like this speeds up metabolism this slows down metabolism and you go ask them what is metabolism and then they're like i don't know then like there's no point in making that argument so like the metabolism basically is is all the chemical reactions that go on in your body so like it's not just one thing and it's not just like one thing can impact it um i think the best thing that everybody overlooks to like speed up metabolism is going to be exercise and doing exercise um like exercise and building muscle like how that speeds up your metabolism basically is like the more muscle you have the more calories that but that muscle burns in terms increasing metabolism the less muscle you have um the slower your your metabolism because you don't need all those calories um insane a food speeds up your metabolism um like that's a come like that's a load of baloney um like people always come back to like like celery and stuff and saying that zero calories and stuff like that and it's going to speed up your metabolism like if you think back to exercise and increase the muscle to speed up your metabolism how is a stick of celery that's going into your stomach going to increase your metabolism so much that you're going to lose a ton of weight like it doesn't make sense when you put it like that um what's your take on it i don't know i just agree with you there so it's a myth <laughs> it's a myth yeah, yeah. on to the next one yeah um so <laughs> it says all slimming pills are safe to use for weight loss um so i'm also looking into to weight loss pills and stuff at the moment like um they're like they're just they, well there's there's 
like weight loss kind of supplements uh, weight loss kind of like pills like the ones you see on like um say like my protein and bulk powders like they're going to be caffeine tablets and what they're going to do is just make you fidget a lot more throughout the day um a coffee a cup of coffee will do that too um an energy drink will do that as well but caffeine tends to be the main ingredient um what they do is like barely nothing like they'll like if you're losing a pound i think what i heard i don't know if this is like true or not now but if you're losing a pound what they'll do is just make you lose like another pound along with that um it just kind of doubles like it just adds an extra pound to your weight loss and it's not it's not magic it's not magic pill by any means um the best way to do like the best way to to kind of overcome that is either have a cup of coffee or else go for a walk um that's going to increase your activity anyway so like then there's clinical slimming pills um and they're for more kind of people with a bmi um of above kind of 30 and 40 um they're there's three available in Europe. There's five in total around the world, like with the US too, like they, they have two more available. Um, I think it's Ozempic is the most common one. Like that's the, the, the most readily available one. Um, and that's like just there to, to kind of initiate and speed up weight loss. Like, yes, the clinical ones do work a lot better and they are effective, but like everything is going to come back to to lifestyle um and exercise and like when you're getting like weight loss injections and and pills like that um it's always going to come back to lifestyle management and also like adding the exercise so like you you can't escape those things when it comes to 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 lifestyle so for saying all semi pills are safe like the caffeine ones are safe like but they're not going to do much clinical ones like they're safe but you need lifestyle and and exercise as well um to complement them so that's that's like a, a myth yeah, i don't know enough about slimming pills but like there's a time and place for caffeine like i have i have good time for caffeine in fairness but obviously less than is it 400 milligrams is the rda of caffeine yeah yeah or the, like, once you're kind of not not taking the biscuit all together but like it definitely like pre-workout as well um it definitely gets you moving a bit more as well and gets you up for the workout a bit more so but like the whole slimming pill thing like as you said like it is it is a lifestyle and like these things might be a good addition to for some people but like it's not like you can just replace um you know physical activity and eating a moderate or a, a balanced diet like so there's no escaping it like like when it comes like like the the first stage of just like starting out on a weight loss journey like you still have to do nutrition and exercise when it comes to the point of um your bmi of like 30 and you start experiencing comorbidities like maybe like pre-diabetes or something like that they still recommend highly to do like the nutritional aspect of it when you're going like later stage looking for bariatric surgery yes they're going to do that but they recommend lifestyle and nutritional changes as well after that so like throughout the process of weight gain 
um like there's no escaping like lifestyle and and weight loss i mean lifestyle and nutritional changes um they just have to have to be there eventually so um that's what they say around any any kind of pills so um with the the next one um so food labels low fat or reduced fat are always a healthy choice um i wouldn't say like they're not like for example low fat or reduced fat um like they tend to be on like dairy products now um and and also like your your meat products but with the dairy products what they do on some of them is like advertise them low fat but they'll increase the sugar content of them and the added sugar content um making them kind of less healthy overall but um yeah like they can catch you out that way um reduce fat like I think like reduced fat is going to be healthier if it's on like say meat, um, like say your your lean mince now and your lean steak, they're going to have less saturated fat than full fat steaks and full fat mince. So when it comes to 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 mince, not really a myth, but when it comes to dairy products, it is a myth. So something to watch out for. Yeah, like when you see, uh, yeah, when you see like reduced or like low or whatever, like it, you know, like it kind of makes you think like, oh, like for most people, you make it think, oh, this is healthy, like, but it sure it can be added. There could be all other things like sugar and stuff added. Like when you see a can of Monster, zero sugar. Oh, this must be good for me. Do you know, like, it, so it, like advertising does a lot. Like it kind of you have to be some bit clued in and like read deeper than like oh low fat or zero sugar like come on no like <laughs> there's a lot more to it <laughs> i know it's totally off topic now but um it's really grinding my gears at the moment um but like the the way the the increase in in vaping um and that's another example like it's it's like no smoke um it's not it's not as bad as smoking but like the increase in vape shops i can bet i can bet like every dollar that i have that there's going to be studies coming out in about 20 years that will link those with cancer if there's not already um and i it i <laughs> i know it's totally off topic but it, it absolutely pisses me off when people are smoking or vaping inside i think it's 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 absolutely crazy and it really annoys me but that's an example of something that is like an alternative like almost low fat you know like and like is seen as a, a healthier choice um so yeah it, that's not really off topic it is it you can relate that directly to what we're talking about like um yeah. it's jesus it's so common now and people doing it indoors like there's fellas that come into shops or whatever like and they have it in their pocket like and they just take it all suck out of it and then like in the shop like you know <laughs> Where do you think you're like? Do you think you're in fucking nineteen eighty five Ireland in in a fucking bar? Like, in fairness, like it's it's still bloody, um, like whatever it is, it's steam still or whatever, like. But, um, it just bloody annoying. <laughs> I could do a whole podcast just me complaining about fucking vapes, um, like it's it's so bloody annoying. It gets on, it just gets on my nerves. And like the only thing you should be breeding in is is bloody good old oxygen, like, um. Yeah, like there, I can I can bet you that there's going to be a load of health of health effects related to those um in years well, it's, to come. It's not gonna help with. It's not gonna increase like increase lifespans or like 
longevity and all this like that's not, it's definitely not going to help people <laughs> but it's like the fact is marketed as like the healthy cigarette now like is is crazy it's it's like it's yeah. not like anything like it's it's the exact same as this like there's nothing healthy about that um so like just just quit <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like the low fat and reduced fat but yeah we'll, we'll get back on topic but that's that's partly a myth partly not a myth um so just quit daniel 2022 yeah quit <laughs> quit vaping it's not cool kids um so then drinking water helps you lose weight um so like it doesn't it doesn't cause weight gain uh, i mean it doesn't cause weight loss but like it does kind of suppress your appetite um and it does like it just fills you up um so like it can act as a tool to help you lose weight and it's great to stay hydrated throughout the day but it's not going to initiate it if the diet is there um so yeah that is drinking um that's a myth isn't it drinking water helps you lose weight yeah it's a, it's a bit of a myth it, it definitely helps definitely drink water but it's not going to to cause weight loss it'll help you lose weight all right though so it's not really a myth um so skipping meals is a, w- a good way to lose weight um that kind of comes back to the starving yourself again um like you can skip meals and like what i like recommending like cutting phases and stuff like if you um if you have a good relationship with food this isn't kind of for someone that doesn't have a good relationship with food um and if you're trying to get to kind of a relatively low body fat percentage then what i kind of like what works for me uh, personally is that i kind of tend to leave out breakfast um because i don't really feel hungry in the morning and that knocks out a good like 400 500 calories out of my day um and then i'll have food later on kind of in the day then um like do i recommend skipping breakfast for everybody no um like you can cut out a few snacks and stuff like that but it it all comes down to how best to achieve your your calorie deficit and and how you want to achieve it so that's what i'd say around that um what do you say yeah like in in some cases skipping a meal is what you need to do if you're eating a hell of a lot more than you should be like it's calorie you have to kind of reduce your calories so it's either smaller meals or cutting out something so sometimes it it is what is needed i think but um this one this one isn't on the list now but um i had to mention it what's it called again um bloody um what's the vinegar like i i was thinking about balsamic no no balsamic vinegar the the weight loss vinegar um bloody apple cider vinegar aha oh yeah 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 yeah. balsamic (laughs) (laughs) a man hitting with salad um so it's it's bloody oh it it also grinds my gears um that's the new segment what grinds me gears but um like apple cider vinegar is literally vinegar um if you want to lose weight and drink vinegar it's not going to work so like you might as well be taking a a shot of chef fucking fish and chips vinegar like it's the it's going to be similar it's not going to cause 
any weight loss whatsoever what it does is it's just going to make shit of your teeth because it's vinegar um <laughs> so yeah apple cider vinegar vinegar is a myth um so yeah that's that's kind of all the myths i have now at the moment um like the best way to achieve weight loss again coming back to it is lifestyle and nutritional modifications getting your movement in like introducing kind of balanced meals um and your vegetables um and working that slowly into a sustainable lifestyle um there's no escaping it from like beginning a weight loss all the way up to like surgery and bariatric surgery there's no escape in like lifestyle and nutritional changes so it's best to start with that um so and this... one thing i would say as well just um with on the exercise side is like sometimes weight loss isn't what you need like it's not the most important thing you shouldn't always be thinking i should lose weight because you can gain a better physique you can gain muscle get a body that you want but you might still weigh a bit more like so like it's not always about weight loss um and a lot of people have that twisted they're like oh the scales hasn't moved well you're increasing your lifts you're increasing your squats whatever like you're looking better so, like so what you know like obviously in some cases weight loss is very important if you're very overweight or if you're doing it for your health but in other times like a lot of the time if you're in a good routine you don't have to even weigh yourself you know if you're going to the gym a few times a week eating lots of healthy food um so yeah that's my kind of take on it definitely yeah like if people going in too like trying to hit his calorie targets on like treadmills um just because they've they've burned that amount um what i could say about that is that like none of them are accurate like no like a treadmill doesn't know how much you burnt an apple watch doesn't know how much you burnt um and it's not about going in there and saying oh, i've burned this amount the people that are more most successful in lifestyle and nutritional habits are those that are looking to seek like and an better themselves in performance and better lifts better like just well-being um and it's not looking at like calories burned and and shit like that too like so that's that's my take on it then so um yeah it's all it's all a myth um so this has been the four pillars of health podcast and thanks for listening